Welcome to the Spit Out. I'm Jake Hades Golf. I'm Swiss Cheese. What did we just witness? Dude, my mind is fucking blown. It is absolutely insane. The best worlds, hands down, period, rubber stamp it, file it in the fucking old school metal cabinet under the third fucking drawer, shut it closed, absolutely bananas, absolutely insane for both the male and female. Both sides, just incredible golf for the first, for all five days. Dude, I, I felt entertained, I felt, I was glued to the seat, I didn't know what was going to happen. It was awesome. This amount of time, this finals made it worth of the amount of time my ass was plugged onto a fucking couch watching live for the last five days. <laughs> it was, Just this day alone made it worth me and make, made me feel a lot more self uh, better about myself in the end. Both finishes from the FPO and the MPO field left me speechless, left my jaw on the ground. But before we go into the finish, we got to do pretty much the whole build up behind that because the whole round was building up to fantastic finishes again for both FPO and MPO. But it only makes sense to go where it all started, which the day started off. The FPO side of the field. With the ladies. And thank goodness, yeah. man. Honestly, God. So going into the round, a cat was up a stroke. One stroke lead over Paige. Which no one really saw coming. I don't think that was ever no. predicted. I saw a lot of people saying that Paige is going to win by yeah. over 10 strokes. So And Paige has never won if she had not had the lead. Um, never won back-to-back. So odds and stats were against her on that front. Cat comes in. Um, and it was kind of an up and down battle from the get jump from the beginning. It was yes. like each one were trying to hand each other the win because no one wanted to hold on to yeah. it for very long. Yeah, and in fact, Paige ends up taking a three stroke lead at one point on five and extends the lead from there um, on to seven, and then just gives it right back up. Yeah, it just it's uh, it's so frustrating for like to see that just back and forth, but I mean it made me entertaining. It made me entertain the entire time because that's I mean that's what we want to see if when when we're watching it. A absolutely. And it, at one point it really kind of did feel as if like the ladies just was a matter of like who wanted it more. Because there's a little bit of, you know what I mean, there's some rough shots in some points where a lot of times they've been going OB or there was a lot of scrambling on that front. And it was just going to kind of like, kind of like in basketball, who kind of had that final shot is kind of where you felt like this might be going. But with paging, kind of stretching that out, you kind of thought the goat was going to take over. She's going to put her foot on her, on her throat and kind of end it from there. I remember there was a specific part. I can't remember any hole or anything, but I remember she hit that, and I said, game, lock it up, yes. game over. Absolutely. It just seemed like she was so dialed in and so ready to go. And we, we keep saying that, that this was a two-horse race. There was actually a point where there was a little bit of a sneak coming up. Uh, Lisa Fakus. It's kind of yeah, took charge. Dude, absolutely, she made she made this definitely a lot more exciting. Um, granted, she she did get within two strokes at one point, yeah. um, yep. and, and she was always kind of she had a rough start at times, had a couple of rough holes, but she kind of held in her own later throughout the entire kind of week. Her circle one have been pretty dialed in, which is awesome to see, and I think that's a big factor of what kept her in this. Yeah, and, and honestly, going into sixteen. She was down two strokes. She was the only one to hit the island, both Kat yeah. and Paige. She was probably, OB. probably 20, 25-ish. Yeah. Only one on the island. You know they're going to OB. You almost got to figure it's going to be a bogey with an 80-foot putt. Yeah. Paige buries it, absolutely just 
buries it. If there's anyone that's going to hit that putt, it's the five-time world champ, right? Yes, absolutely just fucking crushes it dead center, no doubter. No. Absolutely no doubter. On Outer hand, it was dead center, holding on that line the second entire way. Second time she's done that in the tournament. She, she oh, did I it didn't the know day, that. Yeah, she did it the day prior, so the second time she's done that, she's hit that putt. So she's pretty locked in, absolutely. as she should be. It's her going for her six-time world champion. Cat honestly gets within 10 feet, doesn't hit it. Um, came close. It was definitely a good bead, but that essentially gave Paige a one-stroke lead. Here's Ficus, going to get some strokes, albeit what she figured was going to be two, went to one at that point. So, But then she misses her putt. Not only that, but she, then she misses the next putt. And, and then the, next, the putt. next putt. So now she's double bogeying it after she was 20 feet away. Heartbreak, heart sunk. Absolutely, it was it was just so rough to watch. We, she was making that push, making that stride, going, cutting the lead by so much, and then just kind of out of her hands now. After yeah. that, it was it was game over for a her. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I don't want to say the moment got to her. Honestly, I couldn't imagine being in that circumstances. Um, but I think she kind of, I think she'll admittedly, she kind of rushed those last two. Yeah, I, I the comebacker felt, for sure. Yep, I, I think she rushed him a little bit, and she was just trying to. It felt like she was trying to get out of there. But honestly, a great representation, way to hang in there. Um, absolutely made a name for herself in that instance, and kind of closing that gap. A lot of people were rooting for her at that point. Yeah, and she does have a win on the season too, so it's not like she's a slouch. She she's been putting the numbers up this whole entire year. Absolutely not. So we are going into hole seventeen, Paige, with a one-stroke lead. Cat gets a look for birdie and makes the choice of laying up. And in the time, me and Jesus were both very against the layup. It's your world championships. You don't know when you're going to be able to, you know, capitalize with only two holes left. It's very hard for me to see to kind of accept the fact that she's going to be laying up. And in all honesty, the reason why Cat did it is because the way Paige was throwing 18. And that is purely why. She, this is a genius golf move that needs to be recognized in our game. Choosing to lay up, making that, putting the pressure on Paige on 18, where she, I think she double bogeyed on her first one, um, and then bogey on her the day I after think that. The total amount of strokes she gave up on 18 throughout the tournament was eight. Yeah. So you know you're going into that, and she makes that choice. She chooses that, says, I am confident in what she did. I think she was um, neg one on her two days. Cat was, and she said, yep, I'm going to yep. take it to 18. Both drives were solid. Um, or, well, fairly solid, where they kind of somewhat wanted to be. You know, they w maybe they were wanted a little, a little more distance. Yeah, no, and they were pinched off to that right yep. side, which really forced the Annie, which a lot of people's strengths aren't really there. So yeah, you saw cat or you saw Paige a little bit. Um, I feel like she was a little bit uh further back on yes. that for throwing for two. And Paige chooses to lay up. So yeah, so Paige was a little bit shorter. So instead of electing to go for that big Annie shot, she's you know she's got that stroke lead. All she does needs to do is par. Uh, she actually jump putts into the middle to give yes. her a safer shot or what she absolutely. thought would be a safer shot. And then you absolutely. have Cat absolutely hearing a super Annie, kind of starting to flex back. I mean, that OB is pretty tight yes. there. And she sticks the landing right on the, the line of the circle. She's got a 33-foot putt for birdie. Now I would say it was a little shorter than that. But, yeah, it was uh, yeah. on the line, man. Was it on the line? It was literally on the line. Uh, wow. Now, Paige, all she has, she's got to put it in, inside the circle to get that putt. Absolutely. And, and the pressure is on. When you see someone that's chasing you bend down, the pressure gets you. I mean, it gets to everyone, even though she's a five-time world champion and she just a little bit too much hyzer, a little too too not enough strength, and she finds herself OB. Now she's got to hit this 
60-footer yeah. to save, to go into a playoff and not even, I mean, it probably was a little bit more than 62. Now I'm thinking yeah, about it. Was. Um, she's got to hit that and she and doesn't end up doing it and it allows Cat to not even have to hit that birdie putt. She can no, lay it up to win. Absolutely. Laid up and went from that. Um, Paige is certainly going to be disappointed with herself. Yeah, she said she laid on the ground for a little, absolutely. a little bit. That that upshot is not the Paige Pierce we knew. Um, there was some comments, and I I'm not even going to look into it. That there was some noise being made in her throw. I, I don't even want to get into that. She'll admit that that was not her throw. That was not her best effort. Um, and she's going to leave. She's going to feel like she left the world championship off on the table on this point. She has to feel that way. Um, and going in, she put so much pressure on herself, honestly. like All of the four days leading up to this, like I said, she didn't play like Paige Pierce. She wasn't parking everything. She wasn't hitting those birdie putts that we know Paige Pierce was. She went into the final day not even the leader. No, like, and that's not she, she wanted this one, level. I think, more than... What this would have been her has. sixth tournament in a row. Yeah. This is for the documentary. This is so much stuff was on the line, and she just underperformed. Yep. Or, I mean, that's it's really not even that much. I mean, it's fair, but Cat played amazing. Cat yeah. played her game plan. Absolutely, man. And to, and to lay that up and go have the confidence of just going, yeah, I'm going to beat you on 18. I'm and, down, and I'm going to beat you. I know. Or I'm yeah. at least going to push for a playoff. I know yeah. it. And that's what she went in there. At 18, having the full confidence to lay up. And don't get me wrong, I, if I'm in that situation, I am probably not laying up. I'd rather take my chance on that than seeing what happens on 18. I, you know what I mean? I'm there. I can see, see the pin. I don't know what's going to happen on 18. And yeah. that, but for her to do that, excellent, superb fucking golf on her, on her whole week. Played very Absolutely, well. Absolutely, man. She was solid. Um, and having the difficulties that the fort brought for a lot of the ladies' games, the up and downs, some of these, you know, we saw a lot of doubles, We, you know, from th these unbelievable top ladies. Um, th th it did happen on both sides. But to be able to be resilient, play your game, play their approach. I know some people are going to say, Paige, lost that. You are dead wrong. You Don't agree. Dead wrong. It was Cat's game from the jump. From the day, and she held on to it. I don't care about Paige's lead. She was able to answer that call, and absolutely superb. And go after that, my world was set. I, that was incredible for me. That was just awesome. Yeah. And then here you get a nice little break. You can have a little food in here. Get up. Get the blood flowing. And all you're hoping for is that the male's game responds and has it just a, just an equal response. And guys, it fucking did. <laughs> it absolutely it really did. did. It absolutely. kept you alive the entire time. Yes. It really did. Yeah, man. So Paul comes into the game with a one stroke, no different than Cat, with a lead, but four players within a stroke lead from him. And let me ask you this, guys. When does Paul Macbeth give up leads? Doesn't happen very often. No, I think, what, like once? <laughs> once I mean, we looked it up. I remember we looked it up because it was a very similar situation in 2019 worlds where we were at. And I think we looked back, and it was like up from 2016. He only gave up one, a lead once, but I, he, I think he yeah. gave up a lead this year earlier on too. It seems like that Paul McBeth finish factor isn't all the way there. Yeah, I'm sorry to say, and, but and hey. so you had four within stroke. You had you had obviously Heimberg, you had Dickerson, you had Conrad, and you had KJ USA going in, all within a stroke, all deadly assassins in their own right no different than paul as far as what they can bring and and having hot rounds we saw hot rounds out of these players dickerson had a, the hottest round i believe the day before so he was with him in a stroke so obviously paul had to be on his game and he knew it and then McBeast came out 
It yeah. really did. Absolutely. Yeah, it really McBeast did. McBeast came out. Um, Conrad kind of starts with two bogeys and was actually positive for the round. Plus uh, one through five. Through five. Um, now we want to see. Absolutely. So round. you, you kind of, I don't want to say he gets pushed to the side, but he does kind of get a little bit quiet on that front as you see the pushes being made by other players um, along that front. So you kind of see that. Um, Heinberg absolutely probably had the roughest day of golf that he's ever thrown. And it's it's so it sucks because yes that's one hundred percent true but it goes back to the day before where he didn't play very well either. No, and this day was worse <laughs> by um, far. Um, so by he, far. he he honestly went from being in second place and he finished outside the top ten. Yeah, took eleventh, um, and that's a very unlike Heimberg. Um, but so he had a rough day, so he was kind of out of the picture. So you have. After five, Conrad coming out of the we- out of the woodwork or out the window. A little bit of Heinberg not pressing. Sexton's coming in and out. Dickerson had leads at one point, albeit they're from the chase card. Yeah, so the, I mean, the, the, there were a couple of holes ahead at one point. I mean, you can see on the bottom that they're tied now. Dickerson really pressing from the front half, and yeah. then he just started to die off a little bit. He couldn't figure out the birdie streak. Which no. Because um, if he would have kept pressing, he would have been right up there. Oh, yeah, I think he, was, he had like, what, five or six through nine? Or down or something? Yeah, he was six yeah. down through ten, and then yeah. just nothing. Absolutely. And then, actually, it's so disappointing. To see, I mean, we'll, we'll get there a little bit later, but the the lead from first to wherever Dickerson landed was a substantial. Yes. It yeah. He, he, had a t- he had a very rough back half. And don't get me wrong, man. He, he did, it didn't have color, right? So yeah. he, he's parring, um, but he didn't play his best golf towards that back half um, to, to get there. So, you know what I mean? To be where, where he's at. So you kind of got those guys in the mix, but honestly, like I said, Paul McBest, Paul McBeast, I'm sorry, hitting putts left and right, hitting those absolute putts, those ones that you step up and you got that camera behind his shoulder and it looks like it's about a 45 and you got about a two-foot window and you're like, Paul's going to hit this. Yeah. He's, he's putting over fucking mounds. He's putting over this. He's hitting everything. He's hitting big birdie putts. He's hitting big par putts. And at that point, it felt like he was walking away with it. You really felt that this was good. This was it. it, it yeah, because we saw putts where he was in circle two, where it was like he's putting around a tree, he's putting over a mound, and I'm like, no, he's got that. There's no doubt in my mind he's gonna hit that. And that's when you know McBeast supposed to activate is when you see him step up to a difficult putt, and you're like, no doubt in my mind he's hitting that. So when it, when he pulls in that mode, it's very hard for him to get off of it. And we, I mean, we saw him continue to just do that. So and as far as while that's all going down. Conrad is slowly creeping up. Burning five straight. The f- last five holes, he's birdieing. Birdie. And he's he's making these holes look textbook. It's not like he's very much out of position for most of them. No. But when even when he is, he's <laughs> figuring it out. Absolutely, man. Conrad showed his woods golf, like you said, finishing five under um, through the last five, I think. Yes. Uh, yeah, through yep. the last yep. five, so five under. Um but we so essentially he closes the lead gap to one stroke going into 18. Yes, yep. 18, which he's played well. He's actually birdied this hole the previous two rounds at four. So it's a hole where he plays very well. Absolutely. And um, it seems, like we said, down or, yep, he's up one. His drive in 18, pretty much picture perfect what he wants. Oh, yeah. Paul, yeah. Paul. Paul placed it exactly a foot away from OB where he's been all week. That left Perfect side. Perfect straight yeah, look. The left side really opens up that straight side. Like we said yep. with Cad Page, the reason that they had tough shots was because they were off to the right side. Yep. They had a force nanny. 
Paul really didn't have to do that. He could really just throw that straight line where he's very good at, or maybe even try to flex his sidearm. It seemed like he was in the same position he was the last two rounds where he was able to get the birdie fairly easily. And in, on, in all honesty, if Paul could have put his disc anywhere, it was probably within 15 feet of where that disc landed. He would have absolutely picked up his disc and put it right on that spot if he had made that choice. And and he was if he if he had that choice to do so. So he puts himself in that response. And disaster absolutely happens for Conrad off the tee. Um, almost the first available. Yep, almost the first available. Gets pick, Clears the water, which is easy enough. That's, that's yep, not, yep, not, that's not no the concern on that. Hits the tree. Um, falls within about, I want to say, a foot to a foot and a half from the water. He is throwing flat-footed on this par four for his second shot. With a putter. He, and yes. you can tell he's, he's taking the birdie out of consideration right now because he's just trying to get yes. in the middle of the fairway. He doesn't have a choice. He, he, no, he, they, he is they, in the fucking weeds at he, that point Even in time. the commentator said he yeah. is forced to do this. It's not yeah. what he, I mean, if he could have tried to do something crazy and that probably would end up worse for him, I think right there he's thinking, I just need to take my par, and hopefully Paul bogeys. That's all he could be hoping Absolutely. for right there. So uh, he does putter up. Great great shot. Still still has to leave a little bit because that is a hard bank, right? Yeah, he was uh, still having to force an Annie for that yeah, third for shot. That, it for that third shot. Yeah. So after seeing that, Paul lays up. Yep, puts himself, I mean, 100, 150 foot yeah. around there. He yep. still has to throw a decent shot. But Absolutely, yeah, he, lays no, up. Didn't even think about going for it. He literally just put himself in that middle of the fairway trying to take that par. And now uh, we have to, we've got to talk. <laughs> Should have he laid up that putt? Man, this whole world, there's, there's been honestly this whole debate of laying up, and, and I know you're the full send guy. Absolutely. Seeing what Conrad did and seeing what happened in front of you, yes, you lay up. And uh, the reason I disagree is, like I said, he's birdied this hole both times before. Both times, rounds, rounds, both rounds before, he was in the same position. He seems like he's been able to dial this hole up fairly well. Why would you even let anything happen? Just end it. The because you, what you are not allowing to happen is the a less likely chance of the OB on the approach. That's and. and as much you got skips and you got all that, and I understand what he did, but especially what you saw in front, you got Conrad right in front of you. You know he still has to throw in front of you. You know he's. You have to assume he's not throwing that in. He needs to throw that in to push that, and that's what you have to do. So you play the layup game, and you make it easier on yourself. Hey man, you can't leave it up to other people. You gotta take it in your own hands I, at all I, times. You never want to leave, especially the World Championships, <laughs> into someone else's hands. And that's what he did. Conrad from 279 out on Annie must make, must feel make field ace yeah. with the <laughs> butterest fucking shot. Perfect, beautiful Annie. This is not the forehand. This dude throws backhand, and he throws fucking darts backhand. Dime. Yes. Dime. Just metal like, chaser, battle, basket chasing, throws the fucking Annie, pures it. Right from that point in the start, honestly, you... Mid-flight, you are thinking that this at least got metal. It looked good all the way. I knew immediately because I, as soon as he released it, you're hearing the fans like chanting, Good in, good in, good in. So, Absolutely. Craziness. Dude, and honestly, this is our fucking Super Bowl, and that was a Super Bowl moment. If you were not watching this and you did not stand up and you did not yell at the top of the, reason, the lungs, there's a reason why my voice is fucking harsh. Same here. We were, yep, we were fucking celebrating because that is in... Incredible. The single-handedly, probably the greatest shot in disc golf. 
in my opinion. I understand you got the albatross. I understand you got the Ricky Paul playoff that lives in infamy. But there is no better world shot. And at this point, there is no more clutch of a shot than that was. Yeah, that was that was huge. I mean, to force the playoff, you know, with OB on either side, like he's in contention for a lot of danger. With all that being said, he laces it and he's forcing the playoff to go back to hole 16. His that baby. He just pures <laughs> that. Can we talk about that too? Like, yes. are we surprised that the guy who is always hunting the basket got the field days to tie it? Dude, he is always running chains. Honestly, if if there was anybody, there's nobody else on my list that I would put that shot, that throw-in shot, but in Conrad's hands. Yeah, 100%. So we're going there's back. No to, one else. Going back to the hole that he's aced, that he's put it within a foot of acing, the one he previously parked that round, and yes. guess what he does? He parked it again to put the pressure on Paul to put himself in that island that we've seen people struggle with. And honestly, man... You got to be loving your life with Conrad, right? You're going into that 16, knowing what you're doing, and you get to throw first. Honestly, put, that, put the pressure th- that on. That is a huge, huge. And I, I feel like people right aren't even there. considering, like, now I feel like after what just happened to Paul, he's got to be thinking, what the fuck did I just do? Uh, yeah, you, you go from counting on your fucking fingers and ready to fucking get your next commercial or your next fucking next, uh, next, deal. next stamp and fucking knowing that you're going to have to sign discs and all this and ready to fucking celebrate to going, oh, my God, I have a playoff, and it's on 16 where Conrad's been deadly, has been lethal. And don't get me wrong, Paul is this is this Paul lays up for Paul's forehand no better than most any other shots. Paul has been just as dialed in on this hole on this hole throughout the throughout the tournament. But when Conrad puts that within 10 and honestly puts the pressure on there, you got all the fans who are at that point rooting for Conrad. That there's, there's very few people going for Paul at that point in time. I don't know. I don't <laughs> know. I mean, there's I mean, still Paul fans are ride and die, man. I, yeah, I, I understand. But with those theatrics, the, the, obviously the crowd is pushing for Conrad. He pures it. Crowd erupts. And Paul gets to stand up there and gets to throw off the tee. And he pushes it. Yeah, I mean, it did have a little bit of skip bounce roll to it, but yeah, he did not play that perfect shot. No, yeah, and and he would say that he pushed it deeper than yeah, what he would always yep. want, and it does skip OB, essentially ending it, it. It's it's formalities at that point. Paul has to hit no different than what Paige did. He was forced to try to even hit and hope Conrad bans or something along those lines. Conrad's not missing from ten feet. He's not missing no. from forty feet. Uh, at that point, not with that, no, no. Not, not with what's going on. Not with the ice in the veins, no way. And Conrad honestly hits it, the best world, the best moment. This is this is honestly, guys. This is with what we're gonna do with our fan base and this sport growing the way it is. This is the moment that we needed for both the males and females. It's hundred percent. That wraps up. The, I mean, no, it doesn't wrap up, but it goes hand in hand with the biggest growth disc I've ever seen. To two of the most dramatic, two of the best worlds we've for the MPO and the FPO that we've ever seen. And if this isn't on Sports Center, this isn't on ESPN in a segment, guys, you you messed up. Because this is amazing. This is what we need to show disc golf. This, yeah, man, this, this is this golf. is the stuff we text our friends, right? I, I was hitting up my buddy and be like, hey man, disc golf's gonna be on Sports Center. Watch. This just happened. Yeah, this is huge. This just happened. And, and, and honestly, from that point, I told him to put it on YouTube and just watch it. Yeah. Conrad's <laughs> throw in from here 10 times, 100 times better than his ace. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, man. Yeah. 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 It's facts. And, and the distances aren't that far off, but as far as the shape of the shot, absolutely. Conrad backhand annies are a thing of fucking beauty, and they should be up in the Louvre, right? This should be yeah. just a photo and put on the fucking wall so everybody can admire it because it is the it, it is just insane beautiful and the camera angles on that shot was nuts yeah they have so many yes. of them too absolutely crowd goes up you got fucking shirtless dudes in american fucking swim trunks shout out to that dude that guy's living his best fucking life Jumping whoever that guy is yeah he's fucking running around fucking going bananas he's jumping in the fucking lake after 16 everybody's fucking going nuts the Dude, the crowd just rushed the field. Oh. It was awesome. Absolutely, we were yeah. we were on our feet screaming. Yeah, man, and I don't blame Paul, man. I couldn't have fucking thrown a shot in that instance. I there's no way. There, my, I'm pulling a page and throwing OB. I'm, I'm wow. dead ass. Wow. I'm having it. I'm sorry. I, and granted, I, I'm, I'm that's not a diss to page. Yeah, I know. I know. But it, but I'm I'm pulling something. I'm pulling it. I'm and I'm I'm going OB with that fanfare and all that. Zero fucking percent chance. And it, uh, because it's Paul, it's Paul. He pushed it, right? And, and he, he forced it, and he, he thought, I, I guarantee you Paul was walking in, and he thought he was going to win. He oh, thought yeah. he had it. Oh, yeah. I honestly told the guys, I said, this is going to 18 again. That I really felt that this was going back to 18. I thought they were both going to birdie 16 and 17, and it was going right back to 18 where it was open ball of the game again. And I thought it was going to end on 18 after a two-hole, but... Paul does push it. It goes OB. Honestly, we know he's going to be there for all the critics. You know what I mean? And I've been there also. I've I've been the one saying like, hey, the field's caught up and along this line. But when Paul's hitting putts, there's no one better. Paul yeah, Paul yeah. putting and hitting putts the way he is, and he hasn't done that this year that strongly as he did this tournament. And he had the fire, and he was incredible. No heart, he, man. He bore it out. He played it. He did the best that he could. And he is still a champion, but this is going to sit with him for a while. For a yeah. while. Yeah. I mean, he's lost a couple this year. He hasn't been that big beast mode. And, uh, yeah. So it's. Hey, man. And great for MVP. Yeah. Can we, we get into that? that? First year, James Conrad's throwing MVP and he does that? Yeah. Insane. Yeah, man. We all fucking hyped up Paul with the Discraft when it was his first year. The, Conrad's throwing brand new discs. He's learning these discs just like we gave Paul credit, and he's winning a world championship. Yeah. He won a world championship doing the same thing. It, MVP couldn't do better. MVP, you better stamp everything you can fucking stamp, get whatever you got in stock, and just pump it out. Because yeah. now is the better time. You can't ask for a more fan-loved winner. In, James Conrad, yep, man. And, James and, Conrad. And, and I think this is somebody that the fans are willing to support. And they're willing to open their pocketbooks, and MVP's got to capitalize on this, and hopefully it can help grow that company even further. Um, great, great signing for them, and absolutely great business fair for them. At, and I don't think they're gonna have enough discs. No, I think they're gonna get sold out like yeah. that. Like yeah. it's gonna be insane. Yeah, man. <laughs> and whatever. It's I a, think we got a couple. It's, it's a fucking great problem to have. Yeah. Right? I mean, let's not be. We got play. we got a couple people here. I think they're gonna be going after whatever this disc is. Doesn't oh, matter. Yeah. Doesn't matter what the disc is. People are. We're gonna be getting one. Oh yeah. One on the wall. One to throw. One for the disc pick everywhere. Yeah, man. And his disc sold out within minutes of the first run. Crashed their yeah. sight. You're 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 adding a fucking world champion stamp to it. Do something funky. MVP. Do your thing. Honestly, couldn't ask for anything better for disc golf. Anything better for James Conrad? Everything along those lines. 
Cat finally breaking through the wall. Uh, you know what I mean? And I've, I've been saying this whole season, she's getting so undershadowed, undermined because I mean, Paige is doing their Paige is doing Paige, but she's been Cat plays so good. She's Second world title. Yeah, this now gets her in the Hall of Fame. She was already there, in my opinion. But when you add a second world, you're. In I think she's only the she's the ninth woman to ever be a multi yeah. cha- world champion. Absolutely, and she's there. She's been there. And tip of the cap to Cat. Awesome job. And she's nobody's works harder. You know what I mean? She's she's a grinder. She said that this she took this is the most serious she's ever taken disc yep. golf, and it, it paid off. It really Abs- did. Absolutely, guys. And fucking, I, I'm speechless. Like, and I just, this is me bearing it all out because this is happening. You know what I mean? This is sheer bananas. Share this with everybody. Get this out. This is now the time. Yeah, this is the, for all you, all your friends or family that have, you know, they know you play disc golf, but they don't really know. They haven't seen him. Sharing the ESPN clips, sharing the Sports Center Top 10, that's what's going to get them excited. That's what's going to get them in a. Take this thing a little more seriously. Yeah, man, and this is a good time to happen. And don't get me wrong, man, PDGA's glad all this went down, right? This kind of oh, sweeps yeah. a lot of the drama under the table yeah. um, and opens it up to the play, which is what we want, right? That's what we kind of asked for. That's kind of what we were hoping for, and this is what it did, right? It opened up the play, opened the eyes to new players and new games, and honestly helped us show us why we love this sport and – Tip of the cap to everybody who participated. Great, great fanfare. Fans came out. Great ambiance. The courses looked great. Everything along those lines. Overall, solid play of the world. Couldn't ask for anything better. The only thing I could have asked for if I was actually there. That's the only yeah, thing. Yeah, that'd be insane. Yeah. That'd That's be the so only fun. thing that could have made it better is if we were actually present. Um, and we've been to Worlds, man. We were there when yep. Ricky pre- Pushed that uh, no different shot for try to push a playoff, and we've kind of yep. been in that. And man, is there nothing better than that? Absolutely, fucking bananas. I hope you guys are watching it live. If not, watch it on Jomez. I'm gonna rewatch it on Jomez. Yeah, <laughs> like there's gonna be enough of this to go around and share with everybody, man. This is we can scream this at the there. top of the mountain at this point in time. Yep, yep. This this literally might be the next. Because, you know, the thing that's shared everywhere is the Philo Albatross. This yeah. could be the next thing shared. I'm, man, I'm saying it's the best throw in disc golf. You know what I mean? That's on camera. That can be there. With the fans jumping in there and the, the whole cynicism of it, you know what I mean? The semantics. Sem- I'm speechless, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but all that and the drama and the what it meant and everything along those, there's no better of a shot. There's no better of a shot, period. It just uh, meant so much. Yeah, it, shout out to Katrina, shout out to James. This World Championship was the best we've ever seen. Even despite the last day that happened, it still was going to be the best World Championship we've ever seen. Just so many players are finally reaching that, not peak, I don't want to say peak, but they're meeting, they're meeting to what Paul McBeth set the standard at. Absolutely, man. When you're When you're going into Worlds and it is not – a two-horse race or a one-horse race, and it's a five-horse race. I think they said at the beginning there was like it was an eight people were still in contention. Yeah, like that That parody helps, you know what I mean? As much as everybody says we need the foils and we need the, the chest pounders and we need this, what we really need is true gut-wrenching competition, and that's what was brought in this world. This above all, you, you know what I mean? Everybody loves goats. I, I get that, and everybody yeah. loves dominance, but when it comes to a tournament like this, 
this is something that every fan can get behind. Everybody can understand and realize the importance of these throws, the importance of what happened, and say, holy shit, right? That and, does and that throw alone, that throw in alone also legitimizes it as a sport. That that throw is beyond athletic, and what it captures is just the athleticism of it. You know what I mean? And Philo, man, I don't want to I don't want to tear away from what his throw is, right? But it was a blind throw. He was thrown to a spot. This, he knew this, and this is what he had to do, and he sunk it, and it yep. was fucking bananas. Very intentional. Yeah, man, and like, dude, it's nuts. It's, it's crazy. It's, it's so, so insane. Yeah, and the, the best part is like, man, this is worlds, and we still got months. <laughs> we still yeah, got like a really couple do. of months. We really do. We still got some other things to and come through. It's crazy because like James Conrad, he's won majors, he's won worlds, he's won a USDGC championship. He's kind of MVP. He's won some bigs. Man. He's a legit. Yeah, he, he's so legit. Guys, yeah, you guys, honestly, both Conrad and Cat are kind of very similar in a lot of ways. We got to start putting respects on their names we and really who they don't. are and what the golfers they are, right? Honestly, we got to do this, and it's, it's such a disservice. You know what I mean? I don't care if they're because they're not a personality and they're they're not out there and they're not doing practice vids or shit like that. That doesn't matter. These dudes are golfers and they're great for the sport and they're doing things that other athletes aren't doing and their competition aren't doing and they're putting yeah. themselves apart. And honestly, that's a great job. And we got to start celebrating them and we got to start funding them. James doesn't have a problem with that. He's kind of like the cult favorite, right? The, the bit, hair plays, yeah. man. The hair Little plays bit. all day. But <laughs> um, but Cat, man, definitely needs some of that love. She's Agreed. been there. She's done it. She's been around, and she's still competing. She's fought for it, yep. And she's a winner, man. Two-time world champ. She's not going to take it away. Nope. Gets her in the Hall of Fame. You know what I mean? Buckets. Just buckets. buckets. Just yeah. buckets. Very exciting. It was, it was awesome the last five days to watch everything happen. Congratulations to Kat and Conrad. They did an amazing job. It was insane. Kept, like I said, entertained. This is the best live disc golf we've ever seen. Everything about it was just amazing. Hopefully, you guys all enjoyed it at home, too. Hopefully, you guys got to see that. Yeah, and, and like I said, if not, watch it. Um, I, you guys are here for us. It was sheer bananaism. Um, and I'm excited for what's going to happen, um, where we're going to go. There are some a lot of people that kind of had some finishes that they would be proud of in the world um, that are going to kind of propel them into the next half. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of stuff to build on, um, man, and we'll, we'll go from there. And I'm speech like yeah, yeah just yeah, nothing it, else to say. Yeah, and there, guys, I know I'm, I'm, we we kept this one, this world's podcast, all positive, all focused on this. Man. So if you guys do, if you're wondering why we're not talking about all the bad things that happened at World, yeah, we gotta talk about yeah. Check out the episode 3.5 or the spit out after dark for all that stuff. That's where everything, all that the darkness is talked about. We don't want to bring any of that here. So. Just in case you were wondering about that, I don't need the guy to be like, oh, look at all this that happened. We yeah. can't just forget about this. We already yeah. talked about it. We put it in the past. Yeah. We discussed that already. Absolutely. And and hopefully you guys are enjoyed on that, and hopefully we can entertain anything out of this. Um, but, man, and I, I, I got another thing, right? Honestly, the bets didn't go well today. Bets really didn't go well today. <laughs> Not at all. The bets didn't go well today. But, man, it keeps it adds a whole different flair to the game. It really, it really does. does. Yeah. And, and it helps me, like, Cheer for someone I wouldn't really cheer for if I didn't have bets on them. So, yeah. Yeah, man. And if you guys aren't betting on disc golf, get into it. This is my first yeah. one, and it's it's absolutely it's it's fun. It, it's, it's super fun. Yeah, it's, it's a whole different. Um, 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna get better though. I promise you guys. I'll get better. Yeah, don't worry. You'll be you'll be seeing all our picks soon. Yes, really absolutely. soon. Weekly thing, and we we'll help you out on your picks too. Just stay tuned for that. We got big I things hope in the so. work. I hope so. <laughs> every week, man. Every week we just keep getting better and better. We got yeah. some things in the works for you guys. Yeah, and if you guys haven't checked it out, what's the? It's called Prize Picks. Prize Picks. You guys can just uh, click the link in the description below if you guys want to not only support Kirby's Disc Golf World but get your bets going. You'll, uh, your first deposit will be matched 100% up until $100. So get going. Get your picks going. Our Makes first money. sponsorship, which is awesome. And I yeah. couldn't ask for something. This is something I get behind. I've been a gambler. <laughs> I, I've been known to throw some money at it, so it is kind of neat. Like you said, follow it is. We'll share what, we, what our picks are. We're going to also add the Jesus um, yep, yep. Which means we'll probably be picking Conrad every a lot. every. To be fair, yes. I was picking Conrad a lot, anyways. I I had him on him. I had the under I, on I, him. Yep, uh, under I on had eight. Under on Conrad. Um, some of my other unders did not work. No, neither <laughs> did mine. I got Ezra. He's shooting plus four. Oh, man, I, I got AB on the under uh, on day four, and he shot plus eight. <laughs> yeah, Klein didn't do it for us, but Klein did not do it. He's the one away too. But honestly, guys, if you guys aren't checking it out, it it is worth it. Um, as a whole different degree, it's going to help with some of those smaller tournaments because you can always get up for Worlds. You can always get up for Memorials and the big yep. games along those lines. We're going to kind of get into a stretch where we got uh, Clash of the Canyons, I think, is the next one. Oh, uh, no, there's DMC, yeah. Des Moines Challenge. Yeah, so you're you're kind of getting into some of these lower tournaments. Well, you might not see all I – I haven't really looked at who's all there, but you might see the bigger names starting to tail off a little bit. Because the World Championship is done. The next big tournament that's happening is USDGC, which is until, like, September or October. Yeah, man. So, so. get those bets in. Get it following. Little simple bets. Make some money off of something yeah. that you enjoy. Um, that or make it a little bit more interesting. It made me, it made it fun for me. Um, and it makes you watch the rest of the cards. And don't get me wrong. Live is fun, but they still don't catch it all. You still have to look at you to see who's trailing, who's yeah, doing I'm what. Yeah, I'm constantly yep. just scrolling so, through to refreshing. Yeah, man. It's fucking great. We're, but like we said, we'll share that. We'll get Swiss. We'll get Jesus in on it. It's gonna be fun, guys. Expect big things. This world thing has also kind of opened our eyes. I think we have to do a live commentary. I think we have to watch it live and comment. Yeah, um, so, so we'll, you guys can entertain. That. Yeah, we, we can tease that a little yeah. bit on uh, USDGC. I we plan on doing a companion stream. If you don't know what that is, yeah. it's when we're get basically doing our our live commentary. Uh, so you get to see our funny comments and see react with us. Yeah, so that'd be fun. Yeah, and probably hear me swear even more. So and like we, <laughs> and the good thing is we probably have to test this out. So we'll probably have to do this in a tournament before too. So sure, we'll test it out, and maybe you guys can get some laughs more because sure. you can see the the Kirby's Disc Golf World commentary opposed to the Philo E and then probably the most hated Philo man. Out there. Awesome job. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, you, when you're pairing with someone who like people hate on a DOS so much, yeah. people like, keep telling them to shut up, not talk. I don't really have the worst problem with him, but. My, my, my only criti criticism of the commentary in general is they kind of have buzzwords. And don't get me wrong, I'd do the same fucking thing, right? But I feel like I should do like a shot game. Like when I ever hear tourniquet throw or 50-50 grind. I was say, Philo does it too where he says the 50-50. Pokey pokey. Greasy. <laughs> yeah, greasy's a good one. Like you should have like a bingo card of just the commentary, and that would be kind of funny. Um, <laughs> but awesome job, guys. I hope you enjoyed this. I, I really do. Yeah. I mean, we try to recap it the best we can, but we're going to dive a little bit more into other players too. Yes. We, kinda, we, st we talked about the top. So if you guys want to see that, head over to Kirby's Disc Golf World. That'll be posted Friday. I know it's a long wait, but the good thing is we'll have content all throughout the week where you can watch just to wait. 
Um, yes. So be on the lookout for that as well, guys. Uh, also, if you, like I said, you want more disc golf content, make sure to subscribe to the YouTube if you're not already watching. Subscribe, drop a like, comment down below. We want all that notifications. Uh, as well as follow us on Instagram at JK Disc Golf, Swiss Cheese DG, Jesus Disc Golf, Kirby's Disc Golf World, and over at the Twitter at Disc Golf World. Guys, that's where we're posting everything. That's where we're posting our picks. We're posting content. We're just flowing it out there. Uh, guys, if you did enjoy, please make sure to you know check all that out. Rate and review. Do all that jazz. But hopefully see you guys in the next one. Conrad, let's go. Let's go. So sick. Oh, man. I, I can't wait to have a kid and call him Conrad. It's so great. Conrad, awesome job. Shout, shout out at me. Whenever you want us to do an interview, we're right here, Conrad. Fucking Jesus will shit himself. Awesome job. Hope you guys love it. Peace.